life is difficult. This is one of the great, this is a great truth, one of the greatest truths. It is a great truth because once we truly see this truth, we transcend it. Once we truly know that life is difficult, once we truly understand and accept it, then life is no longer difficult. Because once it is accepted, the fact that it is difficult no longer matters. Most do not fully see this truth that life is difficult. Instead, they moan or more or less incessantly, noisily or subtly about the enormity of their problems, their burdens and their difficulties as if life were generally easy, as if life should be easy. They voice their belief noisily or subtly that their difficulties represent a unique kind of affliction that should not be and that has somehow been especially visited upon them or upon their families, their tribe, their nation, their class, their race or even their species and not upon others. I know about this morning because I've done my share. <clears throat> Excuse me, life is a series of problems. Do we want to moan about them or solve them? we want to teach our children to solve them? Discipline is the basic set of tools we require to solve life's problems. Without discipline, we can solve nothing. So I love this. I don't know how many of you guys have read this book, but if you haven't read this book, uh, The Road Less Traveled um, by uh, Dr. M. Scott Peck, is probably one of the greatest self-help books uh, out there. It was written uh, maybe 20 some odd years ago. Um, and I just love that, that beginning. You know, life is difficult and essentially the sooner you accept that life is difficult, it's no longer difficult. And why is that important? Because I think like during this season, um, uh, when there's all kinds of things happening, like uh, yesterday there's a horrible shooting that happens in Florida, right? It, I don't know if you read about this, it was the 18th school shooting this year, right? And it's only February 15th. And there's already 18 school shootings in the United States this year. Something is dreadfully wrong, right? Because what's happening is, is, is this, in my opinion, you know, skipping back up here to Dr. Peck's uh, opening sentence in this book here. Uh, oops, I guess I went a little too far here. But there, life is difficult. This is the great truth, one of the greatest truths. It's a great truth because once we see this truth, we can transcend it. The people who are, who are doing these crazy deeds, they don't see this. Right? They are disconnected. Right? And I've, and I've said this a bazillion times on the platform because it's almost every single uh, quarter so there's some other crazy shooting that I happen to be talking about that happened the day before I'm in a class with you guys. Is like, what are we doing about this? And I don't mean we as in you and me. I mean, what are we as a, as a country doing about this? You know, we're doing a lot of talk, right? There's a lot of talk, there's a lot of rhetoric, right? You know, guns, okay, I, I believe the statement, guns don't kill people, people kill people. That's absolutely true, 100%. Obviously, guns don't kill people on their own. However, if you give a 17-year-old kid a semi-automatic weapon, that semi-automatic weapon is very handy at killing people, right? So I, I agree that people, you know, it's constitutional right, your right to, right to bear arms, but it doesn't say that we have the right to bear, like, mass murdering weapons, Right? And what we really need, and Trump's even said this, he said we have to, to figure out the mental health status of our nation. And I'm telling you, doing it through the psychology and psychiatry, that ain't going to do it. That's not going to improve having some psychology study or psychiatry study to see how much more Ritalin we need to throw at these kids or how much more Prozac we need to dump down our people's throats. That's not going to solve the problem. Right? When the hell are we going to step up as a team, as a chiropractic team, and tell the story? When the hell are we going to step up? 
What is it going to take? At, at whose kid is going to be the next one before one of us actually steps up and starts really telling the story from the rooftops? Right? That's, that's my question. Because that's what, how it always happens. Right? The, the way there's a, there is a vaccine industry in this country is because President Roosevelt died because of polio. Right? And people stepped up after President Roosevelt was taken down by polio, and they made a whole industry based upon that one thing. Right, because before that, the vaccines were kind of like nothing. Right, so wh what do we have to do as a profession to step up to tell people, like the kids in my office? So we have an autistic boy, just started as a patient a couple weeks ago, and the mom comes in and says to me, "The teachers are saying he's stimming less. The teachers are saying he's got less behavioral issues. The teachers are saying he's smiling more and interacting more." Right, that's what we want to see. The, the, the answer to behavioral issues is not more drugs. The answer to behavioral issues is more connection. And it's not hard to explain to parents. Right? When parents are sitting in front of me, they get it. It's not hard to explain. This is not rocket science. I'm, and I'm not talking to people who necessarily have the same education levels. Like I, so I could talk to you guys, and I could talk on a very highfalutin level, and and you all can get what I'm saying because we're all you know, on the same doctoral kind of level. But I can simplify it and make them get it. And then they want it. And they want it for themselves and their kids. But it's so easy to talk about back pain. Yeah, it is. Sure as shooting is. You can easily talk about back pain because my hand goes on your back. And if my hand pushes your back and your back feels better, then it's because my hand pushed on your back. Okay, that's a really super simple explanation of chiropractic, but that's what most people do, if that, right? If that much. So, I, and I, you know, I'm going to keep on saying this like until the day I die probably. Um, if we don't do it, who's going to? Right? Because you know what's really sad, what's really getting me so upset is this. This, this elderberry thing, right? Now, I have been using elderberry for quite a long time. Somewhere, and I can't find it because otherwise I would have showed it to you guys. Somewhere, elderberry got like this big hype this year for flu. And now the entire universe is taking it. So I went to Whole Foods a couple weeks ago and like the entire elderberry section is wiped out and Sprouts is wiped out and every little natural marketplace is you know, like everything's wiped out, right? Because what, and what does that show that we are looking for? as a country. Yeah, out, well, natural, which is good, but outside in, right? But at least we're going for something natural. So I, I'm proud of, of us for going for something natural. So at least we're, we're in the right direction, right? But isn't that sad that it takes like probably one of the worst flus in a long time for people to say, oh, maybe I should try something natural. Well, what, see, can you see where I'm going with this, the corollary? All right, so how many more kids need to be killed before someone figures out what we do might help? Right? Elderberry, it's great. I've been taking it for years. I think it's a great preventative. I'm, I, I recommend, I've been recommending it for years. I, I am mad that I do not have elderberry right now, you know, because I usually, during this season, would be taking some. You know, I, I especially like Nature's Way. I think they make the best ones. Um, but I don't understand. I cannot get this, right? Who the hell cares about elderberry, right? 
That's not, it's, it's just like saying, okay, I think the way we should solve our mental health crisis is for everybody to start taking daily Prozac. Because this way, everybody would be much happier and more calm. And we should also take daily Valium, too, so we have no more anxiety. So everybody should take a mixture, a cocktail of Valium and Prozac. That's my solution. Right? And you know what? If I said that loud enough and long enough and strong enough, people would say, he's right. Right? I take an antidepressant, anti-anxiety. I won't have any more depression and anxiety. What a great idea. Right? So, so where, where, where's, our, where's our disconnect, right? Because I, I know that our job is to, is to help reduce disconnects, but there's also a disconnect in our own profession. And I'm not even talking about the mixers, quote unquote. I'm not even talking about the people out there who don't even think about adjusting kids and would never adjust a child in, ever in their entire life unless they had some kind of pain. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about on our side of the profession, you know, on, uh, for for the, the people who are you know, from this school and other schools of similar you know, mind or the people of like-minded philosophy right, and principle, how come we all can't get together, figure this out? I don't understand. It really bothers me that elderberry, elderberry is nowhere. There's a shelf in Whole Foods this long that has, used to have elderberry on it and it's empty because people are flocking to it. Why aren't they flocking to chiropractic? It, it boggles my mind. I don't get it. There's one stupid Facebook post, one post a couple of weeks ago at the end of January, which I, I can't find, but one post what is what made everything go viral and hundreds of millions of people are buying out the stock of elderberry all over the country. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't understand it. I cannot figure this out, right? But I'll tell you what I, I have seen over the zillion of things that I've looked at in practice is what I see is a lot of chiropractors are completely and totally consumed with building their own practices and not necessarily building chiropractic. So they will, they will fight tooth and nail to get at that patient instead of promoting chiropractic. Right? We are a profession that needs to, to think about our profession and not just as a team, right? If we were a team, we would be in last place, right? We would not be winning the Super Bowl like the Philadelphia Eagles. No way. No way. We'd be in last place. Like, I don't know who's, who's in last place this year. Detroit Tigers, maybe, right? The Lions, Detroit Lions, Detroit Lions, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I don't follow football much. <laughs> right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, we'd be in last place. We'd be that kind of team because we can't get it together, right? What do we got to do to get it together? Because I'm tired of seeing elderberry taking news away from chiropractic. Because elderberry is just some cute little fruit that tastes relatively good with a little bit of, you know, sweetness with it. Whereas chiropractic changes lives, you know, I, I don't get it. And I'm asking you to, to think I'm asking you guys, like some of you guys are getting pretty close to graduating. Could you start thinking about this? Yeah, I know you got to pay back your student loans. I get that. But can you start thinking bigger? Think past your student loans and past your own office and think as big as you can because we, gotta, we have a hell of a job to do. When, when 17 kids get mowed down by a 17-year-old boy in Florida with a semi-automatic weapon and nobody stopped him 
way, 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 way before he even thought about doing this, right? I don't care what the hell syrup you'd give him, Prozac syrup or whatever the heck you might want to conjure up. Nothing would have stopped this kid from doing what he did unless his brain was right to begin with. So Trump talks yesterday about mental health. Why aren't one of us talking to Trump? Where's the chiropractic profession talking to Trump saying, Dr. I mean, President Trump, what we, Dr. Trump, <laughs> that would be, that's even scarier than President Trump. <laughs> President Trump, <laughs> President Trump, what we have to do is we have to get the people reconnected. And, and here's, here's my proof, all right? You want to know the proof? What we've been doing hasn't worked, right? Taking all the Ritalin and all the Prozac and all the other crap hasn't worked. That's proof. This kid probably, not released yet, probably was on some psychotropic medication. Probably. Because every single one of the shooters has been. Every one of the kid shooters has been, 100% of them. So he's probably on some kind of drugs. That ain't working, President Trump. Maybe we've got to come up with something else. Right? Something else. And it's not elderberry. You know? And it's not Sammy. And it's not St. John's wort or any of these other things that I know that they do use for like anxiety and stuff that are more natural, right? It's not magnesium. We need more magnesium. Let's put magnesium in everybody's water, right? That's not the answer, right? The answer is we gotta do something different, right? Because if we keep on doing what we're doing, we're gonna keep on getting what we're getting and we won't change until we do something different, right? 